I'll record All right, Craig. You have fucked up several times. Well, twice. You have fucked up twice. And if you fuck up again, I will decapitate you. Oof. How do I threaten how do I threaten a bot? I don't know. How do you threaten a bot? Um pull apart its code. I don't I don't know. <laughs> we uh empurata it. That's what you do. <laughs> As the shockwave kitty here, please. <laughs> Points, shockwave, Kinney. Welcome to It Was All Because of a Curly Straw. It is just Kage and I this time. Um, we are talking about autocracy, or as I used to pronounce it until like just now, autocracy. Also featuring my cat because she is meowing. <laughs> Hello, kitty. So right. it's just, uh, it's the first six issues, uh, there's 12 in total, uh, but they're actually shorter than, like, a regular issue, so... Yeah, they're, like, chapters. Read, we decided to read several at the time. Yes, yes, yes. What are your thoughts on, um, chapter one? Ramon Deli is drawing this. I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, going through all this, I'm like, okay, so he has really good art and everything and it's incredibly detailed but it just i don't know how to how to like explain it it's like really there's a lot that's going on so it's hard to like yeah, it's hard what, to read at times <laughs> like what is going on there? it's like a little difficult to read at times mm -hmm. like his art is the reason why i always skip um dark cybertron every time i read it <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Remanzelli. I just can't understand your art. Your art is good, but I can't understand it. That's honestly so fair and valid. I like. I have the Dark Cybertron um, hardcover volume because I'm that type of person that loves to collect the physical copies, and also it's Dark Cybertron, which has the prime angst, the <laughs> angsty shock-up moments that I need to see. Um, oh, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, when looking at chapter one, at least, Dragon Deli is really good with details and stuff like that. I yeah. applaud him and everything and all that. But I think the coloring also really, really is just what throws me off and is what make it, makes it really hard to see. Because like, there's a lot of dark parts and I think it just like fades to black a little bit too much. And so I'm just like, it's kind of hard to see the, exactly what this is. And yeah. such like that. Uh, well, yeah. the comic starts with like it's before Cybertron and Optimus. Well, not Optimus. Orion. Orion says that there is a gaping hole in his chest when they yeah. reformatted him. I I'm wonder the... what that is for. <laughs> Me reading this, I was just like reading that. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Shockwave. Shockwave did that to you, bro. You know this. You're stupid. <laughs> Shockwave, you know your ex-boyfriend did this to you. Yeah, your ex-boyfriend did this to you. Even, like, what messed me up also, like, within issue, I think it was one or two, but Bumblebee, like, has to stop Orion from committing police brutality. And it's like, no, you lost control. What's going on with you lately? It's like you've completely lost touch with, and I'm just like, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Happened. Something happened. So I'm just like, hmm. I wonder why he's so angry now. Something that uh fucked me up. Uh this was in like uh the part where like he's uh attacking uh the people. I think it's uh it is chapter one. I I, I have it in my notes right here. Uh like they're saying kind of like really gross shit, like guilty until proven innocent about like the people that are just walking around on Neon. Like, Ironhide says that. And also, there's only one way to deal with them. Line them up and blow them to smithereens. And this isn't, like, a one-to-one -one thing, but it's, like, very, like, how I see, like, cops IRL. They're just, like, uh, they see a person of color and they're, like, like, they see a person of color and usually specifically a black person 
or a person that has darker skin and they're like, yeah, that person is not innocent until uh, they are proven not to be. And it's like really fucked up. It like really fucks me up. B it also like, I know we all like to say that B is a baby. Like he's a sweet, like he's a child. We got to know that Transformers, the comics, uh, they're all adults. Um, so B's like not a child. I know that. And he shoots someone straight through the head. Disarm them. And it's like, mm, nope, Ugh, it's fucked up. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, S- Swindle starts like shooting into the crowd uh, of like the people that are there. And B screams, he's firing wild. Protect the civilians. And Swindle says, that's a joke. You and your prime are the ones crushing these people under your heel every day. And like, yeah, uh, it's like, I'm going to say fuck a lot. <laughs> uh, it's really fucked up um, because it it is kind of true. Like, uh, like you said, Bumblebee had to stop Optimus from like tearing tearing swindle apart because like uh, p- police brutality oh no yeah it's fucked up like uh, optimus yeah. says you can't hide from justice forever and then just like crushes him yeah i was i don't know like when i was, was like reading the like deaths that were happening throughout this whole thing i was just like this really really is not justified and i know you're trying to like fight against the Decepticons, but I want to, like, know what necessarily led you to be like, oh, the Decepticons are super-duper bad, even though, like, you <laughs> know that Megatron is a Decepticon and that, like, you supported his ideals and even quoted them when you were in the Senate, which is what Megatron, like, mentions in uh, the further chapters. And I'm just like, dude, you're kind of kind of a hypocrite, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, like... Uh, Optimus is like, um, he wants to do, like, it's said later in the chapter, like you said, um, Optim- Optimus, Orion says that um, he knows that the council and, like, the Senate are corrupt. He, like, he says that he already knows that, but you can tell that he doesn't know the extent. He doesn't know, like, how corrupt they are because he doesn't know that Seda is, like, bleeding people dry of their energon and he's planning to do something much much worse mm-hmm. swindle yeah, no. says face it autobot you're not part of the problem you are the problem and i mean is he wrong though is he wrong Nah, especially when he's like acting as security for or like Zeta Prime's like right hand man that really really just paints him in a bad light and someone who's been led down the wrong path especially since it, you can, it can kind of be assumed that him and Zeta were like familiar with each other especially after the whole like shockwave <laughs> getting um Emperorated and shadow played because shockwave was the one who gave Zeta Prime the um the matrix like capability like, mm-hmm. to at least hold it. So, like, because those two knew each other and they were a little bit closer with Optimus, I mean, Orion, being that, like, you know, essentially what Sentinel was to Proteus, it kind of, like, it just, they're acting as a replacement for the corrupt system that was in place earlier and not really doing the proper amount of change that should be happening. Yeah, they're just, like, um it's the it's the same thing just with a different face mm-hmm. like ima- like imagine if you just like okay they're wearing this mask now that it's the same person just with a different mask oh no how am i ever going to find that person it's the same person yeah it's i don't know it's definitely flawed but this is just someone who's also like read the shadow play arc multiple times obsessively um because you ex- you expect like Orion to uphold these ideals, especially when he held forth in the Senate, and when he especially asked the question that Megatron asked, um, is like, how can you get rid of a like government or a group that is in power and that's corrupt, and how like what pr- purpose do they serve? And just 
essentially what can they do to get rid of it and make sure that it doesn't happen again but he that he he's definitely like just still part of the problem because he's not getting rid of it he's just becoming a part of it now yeah it's it's a whole mess yeah so. chapter two is called parasites yep yep and we um, see delicate starscream yeah uh, but we finally get like uh, background in regards to Starscream and that he was a senator and he was part of essentially this um, this group or government that ran Cybertron. And so he has obviously been uh, acting as a spy in and out for Decepticons. What's the and difference between a job. delegate and a senator? Or is that the same That's thing? That's a good question. Uh, let me check. Delegate... Definition. Because That's, I did not think to Google it before this. Uh, he is someone who is uh, selected to represent others. Um, so he's like, a, yeah, he's an elected representative. So he, I'm pretty sure he's a senator. They just make mm, okay. my him as a delegate just to be like, we know this other word. Or maybe that, like, I don't know. Maybe it's to... Someone, um, probably, someone might, like... Uh, tweet at us uh, on Twitter and be like, actually, the, this is the difference between them. <laughs> yeah, actually, if we were to do it as, like, different titles, it could be that Starscream was actually, um, like, elected by locals to represent them, and the senators kind of just were given that power. At least that's how I would see it if they were using it in that certain way, because... There's that one Starscream panel that I did a redraw of, and he was like, my, you know, the people was first for him. That, like, he was elected for a reason, and that he wanted to help them, so. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I do remember from, like, uh, the, I don't remember if it's, like, the time travel arcs, or if it's, like, the back, the flashback uh, part where like rewind was telling a story uh, uh i think it might have been like the one where rewind is telling a story uh where uh he's like telling this that like some story like where all uh, the people that he's telling the story to they're all there and it, it's like two minors uh get like um what was it called uh alt mode exemption and then they crawl like up the ladder, and they end up being senators. Mm. Um, I think it might have been the um, yeah, it might have been the shadow play arc. It might have been, but I'm uh, it might have not been because I don't remember seeing anything about that uh, in regards to mentions. So we can definitely like see further on uh, where it might be because I definitely have not read uh that part of like you know someone getting alt mode exemption and stuff like that yeah well i'll find it and then i'll show you because i'm pretty sure it was like at the beginning of the shadow play arc it's like it's not like a big part of the story so uh i can barely remember it but mm, i'll show you I'll, I'll find it and i'll show you like it could have been the time travel arc or it could have been the shadow play arc who knows it's one of those two I like how Starscream's, like, wings look like bat wings, kind of. They're really cool. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm not interrupting, am I? That's my Starscream voice. <laughs> That's a good Starscream voice. I give him, like, a very haughty voice. Um, very similar to my uh, Living Light voice from another podcast that I'm in. Uh, it's very... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not interrupting, am I? I give him like a faux British accent because I did one of his monologues uh, for my video editing class uh, last semester. And m my teacher like saw the video and he thought that I had an English accent when I spoke English, but really it was just me making a faux English accent for the video. <laughs> and I never had the heart to tell him that I didn't. Uh... So now you gotta I, keep it up. Now I just gotta pretend I'm British. Oh no! <laughs> Assigned British by your teacher. No! <laughs> Seda, 
has, is like legit going mad with power. I hate Zeta. This, this bitch sucks. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, this is how we can, you know, stop the Decepticons once for all is by using the people, the innocents, the blood of the innocents, essentially, to power my machine. And I'm just like, dude, you suck. You're awful. <laughs> this is yeah, the like, worst. You're a fucking piece of shit. Kind of dumb to come to this conclusion, my guy. But this also kind of goes back to um, it's Shockwave's fault because they're kind of shit at choosing potential primes. Yeah. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, even when they choose Optim, even when they make Orion Optimus, it's like, did you make an improvement though? Like, it hurt him. They did not do a good job. They were yeah. like, oh yeah, this guy. He, he has passion, and then, you know, he, he came into the Senate. Like, he has the heart, but the Matrix was like, this is not the kind of heart that is required to hold me, or, you know. Yeah, like mentioned before, uh, when he had the, um, the Matrix of Leadership, he said, Optimus said that it hurt to have it in him. Yeah, he was and, dead. It's, it's carrying yeah. a torch that burns your hand every single time. Yeah. But Rodimus, though, he is um, the true prime for he many reasons. The true prime, yes, he is. I love him so much. Oh my god. And I think that's very much highlighted in More Than Meets the Eye as to why he's the true prime. But uh, we'll get to that when we start reading More Than Meets the Eye. Yeah, we'll get to it eventually. My sweet, sweet boy. I love him <laughs> so much. He's um, my son. Yes! My son! My child! I love him so much! Okay, I need to calm down. <laughs> uh, we see Magnus. Uh, yeah! They're, He's sparring they're sparring. with him. Yeah. That's funny. I, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm guessing this is the OG Magnus. Um, no spoilers, but uh, shit happens later. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yep. Yeah, Magnus out here just being like, why are you so angry, Orion? And Orion's just like... Orion asks, uh, he asks, quote-unquote, if they are on the right side. Gee, Orion, beating up a person that has no weapons, are you sure this is the right side? Like, I don't even think you are the right person. Yeah, that's like, you're the wrong person to ask that because you're obviously, like, really violent. And being a piece of shit cop, like, sir, you should not be the one asking that. I think Bumblebee should be the one asking that because yeah! he's the one who has the capacity for kindness. And he's the one who had to stop Optimus to be like, don't, what is your problem? Like, don't do this. Yeah, like, okay, uh, there's this trope talk uh, from uh, Overly Sarcastic Productions that, that's like, are we the bad guys? Uh, and Optimus is like, like, he sees, like, that the Senate is doing wrong, but he's also being, like, really shitty. He's, like, he commits police brutality. Uh, and Bumblebee is... Bumblebee should have been more, like, the main character, like the, like, the focused character in this comic instead of Optimus. Bumblebee should have been, like, I don't think I'm on the right side anymore. I think this is... I, I think these people are bad. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, like, everyone thinks that Optimus should be, like, or Orion should be like the next leader, and I'm like, he is not showing anything that is worthy of leadership. He is just being a violent asshole right now that has to be held back by a tiny, tiny man. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not it. This ain't it, bitch. It's not it. Oh man, I hate it. Bumblebee and Ironhide are like, I love that. Even though they tech, they're technically like all adults ironhide still calls bumblebee kid <laughs> bumblebee's baby yeah <laughs> like it like at this point of the comics they don't have like concept of children um they're like uh like the child thing is like more is like introduced more like at the very end of the comics and then delved like more deeply into in IDW too, but uh -huh. like uh, I, I'm guessing that that kid is maybe like a word that they um adopt adapted adopted from a different culture that does have children. 
like that does have like a concept of kids. Yeah, because kids aren't necessarily introduced until IDW two when they start having mentors and everything. Yeah, like actual kids IDW two, but um, tiny bit of spoilers. There are technically kids at the very end of uh, IDW one. Uh, like if you've seen like uh sideswipe two that RC adopts. Mm-hmm. Um, where I was, think was so We're talking about uh kids in IDW one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a concept that's introduced like way way later. Like, yeah. like because it was like also mm-hmm. the world baby that ends up imprinting on him that I think about. That's like that's one that comes into mind when it comes to like kids and also babies. Yeah, like there is a concept of like, um, like old and uh, newer bots, because uh, like some bots are like pretty old and some are not. Because, yeah. um, I think it's established at some other point that the Cybertronians don't die. Of age, like that's not something that happens. Yeah, uh, they they die of other things. They are either killed or they get sick or the bubonic plague. That it actually wait no the bubonic that's, that's us. The bubonic plague is us. <laughs> the bubonic plague is us. No, there's like a version of it that is introduced in Transformers Prime. Uh, I think it's rust. So that was like the rust plague or something like that. It's. No, it sounds like bubonic plague, but I don't remember what it's called. Like Optimus gets it, uh, and they have to travel. Uh, they have oh, to like ask Megatron's help. We're about the cybonic plague. Cybonic plague, yes. Infected Energon is how it's transmitted. So it's uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like they don't die of old age, but they're just some of some are old and some are newer, and like. It's very established in like headcanon spaces, like in fan spaces, that Bumblebee is baby. Yeah. <laughs> There's this really good fic that's called Into the Fold, and it explores it really well. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna plug it later, but it's really, really cute. Nice. I do just enjoy Hot Rod and Bumblebee being uh Optimus's kids, but yeah. that's just uh, that's the- definitely not necessarily something that happens in um <laughs> In IDW one, especially if it's like Bumblebee has to hold his dad back from beating someone to death, which is dad, oh my god, you're embarrassing me! Do not beat up the Se- the Decepticon! Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's like scary. <laughs> yeah, it's scary, but also I'm trying to laugh through the pain. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so there's that. Sometimes, um, I yeah. Optimus uh, is an interesting character. Ryan Pax is an interesting character within Autocracy because he is a lot more violent than he probably thinks he is. I think he has anger issues that probably was yeah. triggered by losing his boyfriend, but uh, that's my... That's, that's, just, that's just my opinion. As someone who does have anger issues, I like that headcanon. Um, because, like... If you don't have, like, a good outlet for it, you do end up hurting people. Yeah. Um, like, I unfortunately have hurt people that I love uh, in the midst of, like, a rage. And uh, that's, like, something that I deeply regret. I was 12, and ugh, it was not a good time. Um, like, if you get help for anger issues, you, like, uh, you don't hurt the people that you love. But if you don't, you're gonna hurt a lot of people, uh, like either by saying things that you don't mean or hurting them physically. Uh, like, yeah, it's it's a whole thing, and I and I like that headcanon that he has anger issues. Yeah, I think it's also just like lack of being able to cope with them, because mm-hmm. he definitely does not cope with them like properly whatsoever after like the whole probably like shadow play arc. Yeah. Like, once that happens, he's just... I don't think he ever recovers from it, which is something I put into, like, writing heavily, because I think when you lose someone that was that close to you, you and you 
don't necessarily have the outlet to cope with it, you kind of shut down and your emotions are super duper out of whack because of it. Yeah. Yes. I like to make Orion Pax suffer. <laughs> that's, that's his own fault. He's an enticing character and I hate him for being a cop, but he he has uh, other qualities that I really like about him. So, whatever. Why don't we just take Optimus and then put him in the docks? <laughs> for real. Honestly. Doc Martens. <laughs> Doc Martens. Him and his big boots. Him big two feet for his goddamn boot. <laughs> no, wait. The meme was his boot too big for his goddamn feet. Fuck, I messed it up. <laughs> Him feet too big for goddamn boot. Maybe. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Also, Starscream almost reveals that... Uh, he uh he's a Decepticon because uh, Seda's like I must admit my surprise Starscream I didn't think you'd have the stomach for such an operation and then Starscream replies please I've done far worse in the name of what was that <laughs> the name of what the name of what I love how uh, Starscream oh look a Decepticon spy <laughs> like oh diversion and then he runs away and then Soundwave's probably like, what the fuck, man? I have to get out of here now. What the fuck, man? I thought we were on the same side. I thought you were a spy too. Fuck you. <laughs> it is really funny that um, Starscream in that part is self-serving. Anyway, Starscream is funny. And yeah. he's just like, oh, I've been found out. Look <laughs> yeah, at I, I legit burst out laughing when I read that panel. Like, yeah, that's funny. Uh, uh, fuck! Look! Over there! A uh, Decepticon spy! <laughs> the classic look over there is... Oh my god. <laughs> it, it, it literally is! It's like, uh, look over there! A squirrel! And then it's just like, run away. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. And so Soundwave has to, you know, fight their way out of there. And they have to deploy all of their cassettes, which is cool. We get to see them in action. Infiltrated and compromised, ravage. recalculated operation, escape. I love the way Soundwave talks. It's really fun. It's very, very technical. Yeah. It's funny because like later in um, IDW as well, they start speaking in like a more like casual manner. Yeah, it, it, it's like, it's very... He's... Like it's obvious that this is like very G1 reminiscent. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But then, like, the writers, I guess later, were like, what if we didn't do that and just had them talk like a normal person? Yeah, because it is hard to, like, construct sentences after a while. Like, if he doesn't have, it, like, it, if Soundwave doesn't have that many lines, it's fine, because then they yeah. can just kind of bullshit it. But if if Soundwave is, like, a main character, then... Uh, he's gonna have to talk a lot. And yeah. Can you like... imagine them, like having to be articulate or being in like a rom com and being like confession, <laughs> I love you or something like that? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, can you imagine if the writers had gone uh, in the direction of Causewave and that had been like the confession? Oh my god! It would have been really sweet, but at the same Thank time, you. really Be funny. funny. It's like... It would be really funny confession. and cute. Oh my god. Confession to admit. I have feelings for you. My Christmas friend. Question. Accept. Acceptance? Or rejection? <laughs> Also, it's can like, we like uh, just can I just say that like the way that like Soundwave and Cosmos interact in that comic is like it's super gay. Like it's That's very cute. Yeah. Like Soundwave tells him, just call my name and I will hear you. And like <laughs> that's that's romantic as fuck, okay? How did how did they not end up together? <laughs> Honestly. It's because uh homophobic. 
<laughs> Not enough gay ships, mind you. Not enough. We had RC and Aileron. We had Rewind and Chromodome. We had Cyclonus and Tailgate. We had... I'm blanking. Perceptor and Brainstorm. Yeah. Um, Ratchet and Drift. Ratchet and Drift. Uh, who else? One of the Scavengers. I don't remember his name. And um, Cons Forever. Like Crankcase. Crankcase and Cons Forever. Yeah, and most likely Grimlock and Misfire. Grimlock and Misfire. Uh, that one I was not sure about. I I, th- I saw I didn't see that one. Like if people are saying it's canon, I did not see it. But like whatever, it's canon, but I can see like the the suggestive portions of it as to why that might be. Yeah, like not enough ships. We have all of these, but we need more. I mean, that's the thing. It's like maybe just make them canon. Like there's all these ships. Make them canon. Yeah. Just, uh, just let them kiss. Let them mwah, kiss. Yeah. Uh, the ship that I really wanted, <laughs> the ship that I really wanted to happen was B and Starscream. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Starby is adorable, and Starby I adore is it. So good. Your ghost is haunting you, and you fall in love with said ghost. Yeah. Or like, also cannot function without said ghost. It's like, oh, you get used to them, and you're like, once the ghost is gone, you're just like, where'd you go? The oh. other ship was a uh, Wheeljack and uh, Starscream, because. Starscream yeah. considered him I've, a friend. Yeah. It was so cute. Honestly, I think just Starscream is into short guys. Yeah. That's my thing. Wheeljack is also short. Like, he's shorter than Starscream. Straight mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Starscream I, I, saw you, I saw you draw a fan art of uh, Starscream and... Armada Swindle. And, <laughs> Armada <laughs> Swindle, yeah. Because that was a can- like a canon panel that I really, really liked, and I was like, he's into short guys. Yeah, he's yeah, into he's short into short guys. It's just like, my type is tall and muscular. And then you look over at his list of boyfriends, and it's like short, stocky dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an avid shipper of Skystar, like, don't get me wrong. But yeah, I me too, me too. short kings. Like, Starscream is either into guys that are, like, twice his size, or guys that are short and stocky. <laughs> okay, let's get let's get back into the comic. <laughs> I'm, like, we really derailed, but it's mostly my fault. Starby. Good. Starby. Ship it. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Um... Chapter 3, The Hunt for Soundwave. Unless you wanted to say something else of Chapter 2. No, we can just go on for Soundwave. They, like... They, like, the dudes, they're following Soundwave, but they don't know, like, the information that they're trying to get back. Also, yeah. Optimus's, uh, Orion's boobs look really weird. It's, like, <laughs> and pointing. Like, it's, like, it's weird, right. okay? I don't get it. Orion's boobs are just weird. Unfortunate. His straining bra went out of whack. <laughs> <laughs> A training bra with his new body. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> this poor man, he's not used to it. He's okay. too busy chasing people down. Doesn't yeah. notice it. Just happens. His his boobs just like bouncing, like <laughs> like that one gif of like um. Oh like no! Are, like, <laughs> it's like one uh, gif of like the boobs getting like blown into the lady's face. Oh my god! <laughs> I know exactly what that gif is. It's so weird looking. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, yeah. Um, Wave is on the run, and they deploy all of their cassettes. So we get to see Ravage. We get to see Laserbeak. We get to see Rumble and Frenzy, who are now part of the cassette group because we know that in Megatron Origin. Uh, yeah. Rumble and Frenzy were not part of Soundwave's cassettes until, you know, now that we see them. And yeah, uh, we also they... see Rap for the first time after uh, he has been lobotomized. Rat Bat. It's which that is, uh, bitch Rat Bat. It is that bitch Rat Bat. Which is honestly so funny. Soundwave really just looked at Rat Bat and was like, I'm going to make you a cassette now. You're mine now. You're my <laughs> child now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So uh, um, it's it's really telling that uh, I think they're in Neon or like the outskirts of Iacon or close to Kaon. 
mm-hmm. uh, but like the civilians they're like it's the law look out please don't hurt us and it's very telling yeah that really 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 hurt me i was like oh god you guys are not doing a good job yeah if like that's the reaction of like the people you're supposed to be quote unquote protecting yeah you're not doing a good job you're yeah. uh, you're doing pretty shitty actually yeah so i was just like that that hurts y'all are not doing a good job yeah yikes also uh who's next like near the border of uh decepticon controlled kaon uh I can't tell who that is. It's either Rumble or Frenzy, and then they get shot, like, half in half. They get shot in half. I think that was Frenzy, because the way Frenzy was deployed last, because from what I've seen, Rumble is the one who starts doing the earthquake thing, and then Mm. Frenzy is the one who causes people to go into a frenzy, which is clever and also easy to... Uh, know which one has like different powers and stuff like that. Which yeah. I would like to say is that they're also both outliers, but that's just a headcanon for me. To you. Yeah, I like I like that. They're tiny but outliers. They're so cool. Yes. But uh yeah, I think Frenzy gets shot. <laughs> um He I- gets better, don't worry. He gets better. It's okay. It takes a lot for TFs to die. At least yeah. I think it does because the way it is to like kill a transformer is very, very inconsistent. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. So I think the future writers should um talk off me, um, should solidify a way to like properly kill a transformer. Just so it's <laughs> like, you know, people know that a transformer has been killed off and it's not ambiguous. Yeah. Because it, you you hate to see like a TF just get brutally like shot and they're they're like in the next issue like I'm okay, I'm better. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't fucking worry about it. I'm fine. I live. Me getting shot to smithereens uh didn't happen. Oh yeah. Someone else. No, no spoilers. I'm not gonna say which character it is, but more than meets the eye, a character gets like gunned down like, uh, so many bullet holes in his back, and then. Uh, Wait, is it that? Like, <laughs> Is it that uh, panel? I, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yes, it's that one. Um, <laughs> and then a few issues later, he's like, I'm, I'm totally fine. I'm fine. Uh, he's like, I'm showing my back. I'm fine. Look at my back. I, I'm, I'm totally beautiful. It's fine. The bullets, uh, <laughs> bullet wounds at character. The panel fucks me up. I'm just like obsessed with that panel. Oh, it's it's so very good. sexy. I'm a lesbian, but uh, I, I did say earlier that uh, that character is a is a uh, honorary lesbian. <laughs> true and real. So yeah. true real. Should we move on to chapter four? Yes. You have... All right. I don't have anything else for chapter three. <laughs> Fair chapter enough. Chapter four, cause and effect. Is this when? Oh yeah, this is when Orion comes back and he's. Not he's a uh... well no, he doesn't come back from this. This is when he goes to Megatron, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. Uh Meg talk. Megan and Orion talk. Also the like the the drawing that is for uh chapter four, like the like the cover for chapter four, it's I find it really funny because it looks like they're because the seekers just look like they're floating. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like very reminiscent of G1 where they're just like, there's no explanation. They can all just fly. Oh, <laughs> we do love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is when Megatron calls Orion out on being a hypocrite, right? Yeah, this he, is it. You literally used my writing when you were like calling out the Senate and now you're doing this shit. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Uh, Orion <laughs> calls him a criminal, but posing as a revolutionary and Megatron call- calls him back. You're a revolutionary posing as a cop. Yeah. That was funny. I was like, yeah, get him. Get, yeah, him, get, get him. him. <laughs> also, uh, it's really funny. Like the, the name of, uh, the comic is name dropped. Uh, the real enemy is the autocracy. <laughs> that is funny. I was like, they really did just like title drop, which is so fucking funny to me. Yeah. Like, you never see title well, drops. <laughs> what was that? Uh, you just never see title drops nowadays. You don't like have Rodimus just, you know, going like, man, we are all in uh, more than meets the eye. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We are totally more than meets the eye stares at the camera. <laughs> I would. 
definitely like a Transformers show like that. It's just a literally like a Star Trek based show, but it's The Office. I would love that. Yeah, it would be so good. Like, take. Um, I really would like the concept of uh, more than meets the eye, uh, being like taken into a cartoons like a, a type like The Office, like where people sometimes talk into to like a non-existent camera. Uh, that like, would I would be so funny. I'd be like, rewind. Rewind would... would be the like the yeah! video for this. <laughs> like, there is a part uh, in I don't remember which comic. Uh... But it wasn't more than me. See, I don't remember which issue it is, uh, where Rewind is asking everyone um, if they're happy. What? Yeah, that like it, that fucks everyone. me up. Drift panel fucks me up. Drift, poor Drift. <laughs> Tailgate saying, "Can I look straight into the camera? I have never been happier." That's uh, it makes me sad. I think about Drift all the time for that stupid panel. I'm just like, man. You are so haunted by your past. Uh, and brainstorm, like say, he's he says. Um, I don't remember yes, exactly what he been, says, but he says. But not yet. Not yet. Soon, but not yet. Oh my yeah. god! It fucked me up. It fucked me up. We do like I, more than meets the eye in this podcast. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> more than meets the eye. This is a threat. This is a threat. Holding you at gunpoint. <laughs> like the site site server with like a tailgate with a gun. <laughs> yes um any any other thoughts for the chapter <laughs> since uh, we definitely just, just two things uh skylinks is here and also oh, yes. oh my god hi hot rod hello he's at the end yes hot rod's like apparently a criminal in this and the senate is like yeah we gotta go after this one dude hot rod and i'm like i'm glad he's a rebel leader you go man you go. Oh, like he's a baby here. Like I love the headcanon that Hot Rod is a minibot, and then when he when he uh gets the Matrix, he like gets an upgrade. Like I really like that. That is cute. Minibot Hot Rod sounds like <laughs> a menace. Yeah, cause uh, Saeed actually posted about this like a really long time ago. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a panel where Hot Rod is like holding a human, like a teddy bear. So it's oh, like yeah. And, I love that. Yeah, I love that panel. Uh, and Hot Rod actually looks pretty small. Like, compared to the human, he is big. But, like, mm -hmm. he looks like he could be Bumblebee's size. Okay. For me, for some reason, I just consider him being, like, the size of, like, Jazz or Prowl. Mm. When I saw that, I actually have the image on hand as well. Because I've had it saved in my thing forever. Because I've been meaning to redraw it. I just haven't gotten around to it. But Minibot Hot Rod is cute. Yeah. There's also like this post that like went around for a while about how um Hot Rod after his um after his upgrade he's like still uh considered like an honorary minibot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the minibot club on the Lost Light is Rewind, Tailgate, and Swerve. Um it used to be pipes, but uh something happened. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. He's fine, he's fine. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> chapter five ruins chapter five this is uh oh yeah zeta prime uh goes after orion for not getting the information back and orion argues with zeta and zeta's a piece of shit <laughs> get back get come back with the rebel or you will face the consequences at least like orion's starting to like doubt everything and be like why the fuck are you doing this man and Zeta's like this is the only way or some shit like that you know yeah so stupid. Zeta, you piece of shit. Awful. Zeta's a shitty person and I do not like him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, what else other than chapter 5 just being that? Uh, they come into like the this hall for, that used to be like for the Knights of Cybertron. Uh, yes! And it's the we first mention of the Knights of Cybertron. We finally get some Transformers culture lore, which is dope yeah. because we... I don't get to see that enough. It's considered propaganda to keep common bots in line. Which is so weird. Yeah. We use religion to keep common bots in line. No, the Matrix sure is real. That's probably why Shockwave, you know, who is a scientist, gave two people, or possibly more, the Matrix thing so they could carry it. Mm -hmm. Like, they obviously believed in it. 
and they knew that it probably existed. So like, I don't know. The use of religion, I think, in Transformers is very interesting. Yeah, uh, like the way that James Roberts writes it, it's very um, not the biggest fan of it. Like uh, Ratchet just kind of uh, sometimes shits on Drift's beliefs and I don't like it. It's it's kind of shitty. It's so interesting that he is like that when Optimus has wielded the physical matrix. But like, I don't know, I can understand Ratchet's dissolution with religion to an extent. Especially with yeah. like, things that happen. I don't remember if this is canon or if it's someone that wrote uh, like a post on Tumblr. Sometimes I confuse fanon with canon. Um, but if I recall correctly, Ratchet is kind of disillusioned with uh, religion because why would a god let all of this suffering happen? Yeah, that's that's like, I don't know. That's definitely something that like probably is brought up a lot. Mm -hmm. and fanon i'm not sure about canon exactly okay but then like, it was yeah. probably something that i read on tumblr yeah because like that quote is very very reminiscent of like an actual like jewish person that, oh like, really well so there's a thing like if there is a god um i hope he begs for my forgiveness or something like that and that was written by like a jewish person at like one of the, mm. the concentration camps i can't remember hold on uh but that um yeah he will have to like beg for my yeah so uh it's just like abandonment of faith and stuff like that if mm. there is a god he'll have to beg my forgiveness which is carved on the walls of a camp cell uh in a concentration camp essentially Ooh, i think uh, i've heard about this okay i recall it now yeah um but that being a thing i think that's what probably people took <laughs> and then put that into fanon most likely okay which yeah is a little bit rough especially given the uh the origin of it um yeah it's also like my view on religion because i i went through something traumatic when i was like 14 and i was like okay yeah i don't believe in god anymore because if he were real why would he let this happen to me sure than me happening um there was also like another person i believe who was um atheist but it's like a youtube video clip and he's like okay so if there is a god why does he you know let bugs lay eggs in the eyes of children or some shit like that and there was like i just remember seeing that as a tumblr post as well because that was like a photo set or something and they mm. were just showing that um so like that that ideal is definitely like well known or like well felt across a lot of communities mm, okay yeah Welcome to All Because of a Curly Straw, where we talk about religion. <laughs> Take a deep dive into, like, uh, religious beliefs. Hello. This Hello. is not controversial at all. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I can understand. Like, I've, I don't know, I've been raised atheist slash Buddhist slash Shinto, so it's very spiritualistic on mm -hmm. my side. Um, but, you know, I've always, like, there's always, like, these views that everyone else has. In regards to religion and everything, I think that's like their own opinions and such. But yeah, uh, <laughs> anyway. I was raised Catholic, and that's like a whole other boat. Yeah, no, I can not imagine what that would be like. Um, <laughs> so. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm totally normal. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, they chase uh, like the group chases uh, Hot Rod through like this whole thing uh, and. He wants to, like, Hot Rod wants to show them what is happening. Like, bots are being bled dry of their Energon, and it's all done because of Zeta. Mm -hmm. Like, Hot Rod wants Orion to see what uh, the government is, do is doing to the common people. Yeah, it's very, very, very bad. Like, the fact that Hot Rod is the one who has to open... Orion's optics and be like, yeah, this is what Zabe is doing, and this is the shit that is happening, and I want you to see this because I see potential in you, but if you're going to arrest me, arrest me, and I think that's very, very noble of Radimus that he was like, I want to at least show you what is happening, and hopefully you're able to change your mind, but if you don't, then I will accept whatever punishment you have for me. 
which yeah ah, hot rod you were a good boy yeah i i like i can see why the matrix would like choose him like you can see it even within this this it like chapter of like yeah i think he is definitely like capable and worthy of holding the matrix in comparison to optimus who was so violent in this yeah like optimus like orion is very um i know i already said this but like very like a lot of parallels with police brutality mm -hmm. and it like makes me the tiniest bit uncomfortable <laughs> yeah no him i like i adore idw optimus but in the sense of like he's hot but when it comes to like his actual character and like how he acts as a person, that's where I kind of draw the line. And I'm like, this is yeah, definitely not what an ideal optimist should be. And I think if you're going, and obviously I think it's just because they want to take him into like a deeper level and be like, you know, this is IW with the more adult themed, darker mm -hmm. timeline continuity type shit. But I think if you want to do that with Ryan. Maybe not do this and do these other things instead. And I could go way into detail about all that, all about that. But the main, yeah. main, main thing about Optimus and what makes him Optimus Prime is that he is strong enough to be gentle, and we do not see that ever in IDW. Oh my God, Peter Cullen's line: "He's strong enough to be gentle." I'm gonna cry. Yes, that is, that's exactly what makes Optimus Prime Optimus, and that's what makes him iconic. But if you don't have that key characteristic as part of him, then that's not Optimus. That is someone else, and that's what that is someone, my is. That is someone. Um, I don't know the word. Uh, gallivanting as Optimus. Yeah. So I don't know. I just like. I always have these thoughts about him, especially when it comes to his characterization, especially when it comes to IDW, because I'm pissed off at what they did to him. <sighs> but, yeah. Anger. Anger. Me being the number one Optimus Prime fan and also being incredibly critical of his bullshit. But anyway. The, uh, the fucking Omega Supremes have been pulled out and they're destroying everything. Yay. After six, Purge. Wasn't Omega Supreme, like, technically an actual TF and then they... Is that what they adapted it into for IDW? Yeah, uh, he was like an actual character uh, in was... U1. Okay, he, he sounds like a city, a city former, whatever the heck those are called. A titan, that's what it is. He wasn't a titan, he was a shuttle, like a really, really big one. Ooh, that's cool. Okay, I'm writing down notes. I like that. Yeah, in G1, he was just like a really, really big dude. Uh, okay. like. You know how Skyfire is uh, a, a shuttle? A shuttle? Yeah. Uh, Omega Supreme is a shuttle, but like way bigger. Okay, gotcha. He's like in between Skyfire like in size. Okay. Maybe, okay. A, little, maybe so, a little bit smaller. Than technically, he's an exploratory vessel then. That's what mm -hmm. he is. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's what so he is. Cute. So cool. That's, that's giving me ideas for my other, uh, my, my continuity. But anyway. Teehee. Uh, he does get more of a character, uh, like, I haven't, uh, watched G1 in, like, a really long time, so I can't remember, um, I, th but I think he gets, like, more of a character in Transformers Animated. Oh, okay, okay. So if you want, like, more inspiration for your continuity, uh, you might want to watch TFA if you haven't watched it. I watched season one and then stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, Omega Supreme, it uh does appear in, in like the in like the second or third season okay <laughs> yeah i'm so just you missed him yeah I'm, I'm bad at watching tv shows sometimes so it's fine i am too anyway yeah okay uh what is chapter six again uh the purge uh oh never mind this is where rodimus has to destroy nyan uh yeah, yeah. that's is it nyan or neon because like, i've been saying neon i think it's Nyon? Because Neon is like N-E-O-N? I thought Nyon was like, you know. That's at least how I'm reading it to myself, so. Okay, it's Nyon then. Because I've been saying Neon this entire time. <laughs> no worries. But, I've been uh, saying Neon for like the longest time. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, But yeah, this is the chapter where Rodimus has to blow up his hometown. His yeah, home it's city, so sad. Which is the worst thing that you have to do, but he knows that he has to do it because of the whole siphoning thing. And he's like, 
he knows what he has to do and i just i hate that he has to go through that as like probably like a young man like you know this dude that's been thrust into the 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 throes of leadership and now he's forced to come do a really really big decision that eventually that essentially kills a lot of people yeah his decision is like it's like the trolley problem you know yeah like um but he knows so what he has either, to do so either they die by the hand of Seda and then Seda gets all the power from them mm-hmm. or they die by my hand and they and Seda doesn't get anything yeah. Like, it's a very tough decision, because either way, they die. Yeah, like, Rodimus would definitely have wanted to save everyone, and I'm pretty sure he has a ton of survivor's guilt that isn't necessarily explored, I think, in, like, any further issues, I guess. Um, But, like, he definitely will be having survivor's guilt that he has to deal with, because he's the one who had to blow everyone up. Yeah, I feel like it would have been, like, brought up uh in more than meets the eye but it isn't yeah that definitely i feel like would have been an interesting thing to bring up in regards to his leadership like yeah it would have been very interesting because he also had to make a tough decision as captain of the lost light yeah uh so so. it would have been like it would have been a cool parallel uh to bring up yeah absolutely i don't know he's just been like he's been through a lot and this is like one of the biggest thing that things that he has to have gone through because like say this coming there's no way to stop him so he has to blow up nyan and people that he probably cares about have perished in the explosion and his yeah. home city is gone i think there's like a headcanon that he had like a brother or something oh uh, like i don't know if that's just me making shit up or if i actually read it somewhere um like but i just like have a memory of like something like that it's it's not it's not a canon thing it's it's like a head canon thing if it actually exists someone tell me please i need to know (laughs) because i need to know if my brain is telling me lies or not that's so valid sometimes just your brain just makes up things and you're like is that me or someone else (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like when you it's like when you like try to remember something and it's like did i dream that or did oh that actually yeah. happen? Yeah. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, because nice I actually have to ask my grandma a lot about things. Like, Abuelita, did this actually happen or did I dream it? And she's like, no, that happened. That oh. actually happened. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Chapter 6 was definitely brutal. And I was like, oh, man. This is, this is that chapter where everything goes down. And yeah. I just, I feel bad. I feel so bad for Rodimus. Yeah, I and feel like, so bad. Uh, like, I wrote in my notes, I be, I feel bad for Hot Rod. He destroyed his entire city, his people, for the sake of not letting them die by Zeta's hand. He yeah. had no options left. Yeah, he had no options left, and Orion had to, like, tell that to Bumblebee. to be like, this was the only way to keep it from happening, because... They were powerless to stop Zeta um, and Omega Supreme. Like, they didn't have the firepower nor the capability to take him down, so the only way out was blowing everybody up. Yeah. Which is the worst thing possible. It's the the worst. But that is not the worst outcome, because the worst outcome would be everyone dies and Zeta gets the power, and he's unstoppable. He he had, like, he had the choice between, like, um... A, a villain like i don't know um there's a metaphor for this but i don't know what it's what it is mm-hmm. between a rock and a hard place ah that one yeah it's definitely the fact that he was able to make a split decision also within like that matter of time he like definitely has this capability of being able to make a decision that needs to happen that other people not might not be able to make i feel if this were prose it would have been like a few, a few like um, paragraphs long, like Rodimus, like talking, like it's like expl- uh, describing Rodimus' feelings about this and mm-hmm. being like, "Oh my God, am I about to do this? Am I really yeah. about to do this?" All the people that I care about, not all of them are getting out. Some of them are going to have to die, and yeah. it's going to be because of me. It's it would have been like a whole thing, and yeah. that would have that would have destroyed me i'm so glad this is a comic instead yeah i think like especially if it were during a um at least like from a film perspective 
this definitely would be one of those scenes where time slows because you yeah. only have much amount of time to think through it. But you, when you, when something like this is happening, it feels like eternity before you finally make the decision. And that's like probably how it would have happened visually if it were like in a film format. Yeah, but yeah. it would have been very. Um, it would have done like the. <sighs> noise yeah. like slowing like, down and, and like like hot rods like memories or something like that of his childhood yeah yeah i was i was i was about to say that like uh memories like very faded and like dreamlike and the fire is just like flickering slowly in slow motion and oh man it would have been yeah. so intense it would have been very intense because i can also see it from an actor's perspective of him like yelling out in pain and then pressing the button yeah oh my god it would have been so cool yeah. oh man i wish that like um it's like yes and no for me like if the comics ever get a um an a adaption, uh, oh. like either a live action or an animated one yeah i think more animated because how are you going to make this live action if there's oh. not yeah, actually the going to be humans it would be insanely high, so it would ha probably have to be animated because at least that would yeah. be more realistic. <laughs> like, uh, like how um, the Lion King, the new one, was quote unquote live action. It wasn't live action. The whole thing was completely animated. Yeah. It... <laughs> like maybe they have just... some shots of like actual prairies, but like the whole thing was animated. Come on. Yeah, it, it was soulless. Like it, I don't know how this. Is. Yeah, it. I I never watched the movie, but it looked horrendous yeah it's it's not good i watched it it's not good <laughs> i would kill to have a movie uh like with this like this adaption and then with the animation style of um the bumblebee movie like the first few minutes mm -hmm. it would be so cool i would love that it would so be much. very nice yeah i would adore that that would be so cool because i love bumblebee and i want to bring so much like aspects of it back in my Optimus Prime solo film. Mm, that would be so cool. You have to invite me to the premiere if you ever make that movie. <laughs> I want to see it. Like, I said I was going to work on the screenplay during the summer and I haven't touched it yet because I've been busy and I'm just like, oh, I gotta get this ready. Because uh, there's dude. supposed to be... Uh, okay, so this is me talking about my Optimus Prime screenplay. I'm sorry. but It's fine, it's fine. To be seen where Optimus escapes the Decepticons. This is like right after he's surrounded and everything. And he goes to a dockyard. And this dockyard is something that he recognizes because it's an Iacon. So this is where he goes. He t presses like a tab thing. It recognizes him, but it shows his former appearance as Orion Pax. And he puts in his inputs and then, you know, takes one of the dockyard shuttles that is like still left behind. And he uses it to uh escape the planet and go to earth and he's like oh. squishing it because he's a lot bigger than he used to be and so he's like just he's great like there. in that that one episode uh where optimus is in wheeljack's ship in transformers prime and he looks so big yeah exactly that's like, that's what it's like for him he's like <laughs> he's like oh man i used to be so much smaller <laughs> before this he had like a he had like an upgrade uh with yeah. the matrix yeah. Anyway, that's what I wanted to show as like one of the the uh, the scenes if uh, it were to happen, because I think that's cute and also uh, shows that he was a dog worker. Yeah. Because that's important. Oh, that's important. That's Let important. him be a dog worker. Anyway, yeah, I have many thoughts and stuff to say about Optimus. So many thoughts. So too many thoughts. Anyway, yeah, that was chapter six. Uh, yeah. Actually, chapter six ends with uh, Seda turning the vamp arc, uh, like, the thing that is, like, draining Energon from people, onto Optimus. I mean, Orion. Uh, yeah, because Orion and Zeta are fighting, and Orion's like, you gotta stop this, but, you know. Yeah, it's like, uh, Orion says, you, you haven't won yet, Prime. Yeah. And then Zeta says, yes, I have! It's really cool. Mm-hmm. At least Orion's got heart. He has the fight in him. So I respect that. Thank you, Orion, for that. Thank but you yeah. for your service, Orion. Thank you for your service. 
not your cop service. Um, not just your, your, not, your your prime service. Your not potential the cop prime service. service. <laughs> we do not respect cops in this house. No, no respect. If you're a cop, yeah. fuck you. It's <laughs> your job. Get a better job. Congratulations on choosing uh, the career path that you chose when you were fucking five. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> all right. Uh, any last thoughts, though? For uh, that's all I have. Um, nice. It's it was a really fun thing to read. I can't wait until we get to chapter seven through twelve. Yep. It's gonna be fun. Yes, more of Ramondelli's art. Yeah. Which is good job on him. I'm glad he was able to like draw through this whole thing. But oh my gosh, <laughs> the lighting really really fucks with me. Sorry. Sorry, Ramondelli. I don't know if you did the coloring, though, so... That could just be something to blame on the colorist. <laughs> it, so... it just... Like, usually it says, um... Line art or art by this person and colors by this other person. Uh, I think... Did Ramondelli do the colors for that, too? I, I think... In this one, it just says art by Ramondelli, so I think okay. it was just him. Maybe. He really, really likes to use texture brushes. That's what I'll say. Yeah. A lot of texture brushes that they're being used in this, and I'm like, this is distracting. Yeah. Like, so. his art is good. I will say that. Like, it's very, very good. Like, technically, it is very good. He's very good at technical art. But, um, it's just confusing sometimes. He's a bit hard to see. It does... I don't know. He does he does a lot of close-ups, uh, not a lot of establishing shots. Like very few. There's like there's, I wish there's... his expressions were better. As someone who yeah. really likes to draw expressions and show emotion, especially within Transformers, I would love to have seen better expressions. But this is old, so I'll give mm -hmm. him the benefit of the doubt for that. So actually I think this came out in 2012. Hold on. When did this come out? Well, that was that was a decade ago. That's crazy. <laughs> Okay, yeah, this is from 2012. Yeah, a decade ago. So, obviously, his art has gotten better since then. Oh, God, a decade ago. Oh, my God. It's been 10 years. Crazy. I would have been 11 when uh, that came out. I would have been 12. So. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's our podcast. That is Autocracy, yeah. uh, chapters 1 through 6. Awesome. Uh, that's been the podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find us at AOBCS uh, underscore pod on Twitter and all because of a curly straw podcast on Tumblr. Um, do you want to plug anything? No, not for now. Uh, just okay. uh, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, if you have any comments, questions, uh, anything that you want to say uh, towards our podcast, just uh, add our Twitter. Or leave a comment uh, in the iTunes podcast section because that's a thing. So go yeah, ahead. Yeah, that's that. a thing now. We're on iTunes now. Yeah, we're on iTunes. Very epic and cool. Yeah. And I will plug something. Uh, I am part of a uh, podcasting network uh, called Astro Podcasting. And. We are doing our summer of rom-com soon. Uh, stuff is like getting in production soon. Uh, and episodes are going to be coming out in July and August, I believe. So, Astor Podcasting on Twitter. Uh, if you want to check it out, it would be cool. And that's it. Any links are going to be in the uh, episode description. Ep in the show notes. That's what they're called. The show notes. <laughs> Uh, goodbye. Bye.